I'm Scott Farber, along with former New York Giant, current NFL Player Association President of the Dallas-Fort Worth chapter, Memphis living legend, my good friend Larry Mallory. Larry, baseball. You thought I was going to talk about football. I did, yeah. I did. I was ready, too, for football. Okay. <laughs> baseball, hockey, basketball, golf. Oh, wow. When a game is tied and it ends in baseball, they play the 10th inning. Correct. The whole 10th inning. And if it's still tied, they play the 11th inning. And if it's still tied, they play the 12th inning. In hockey, they drop a puck and they play until somebody scores. But it's an even deal. They drop the puck and then they play. In basketball, you play five minutes. If it's tied after five minutes, you play another five minutes. In golf, whoever ties after the uh, golf tournament is over goes out to a specific hole, and they play the hole. And at the end of that hole, if they're still tied, they play another hole. The Super Bowl <laughs> last year in 2018 was won by the New England Patriots because they tied the game at the end of the game. And then they won a coin toss. So they got the ball first. They scored a touchdown. Atlanta never got a chance with the ball. Yesterday in the AFC Conference <laughs> Final, 2019, the game was tied at the end, and New England won a coin toss. Now, I'm not picking on New England. I'm just going to ask you about the rules. Yeah, yeah. And New England went and scored a touchdown, and so Kansas City never got to touch the football. What do you think of this rule, the way they do overtime in, in Pro football. And what, you know, what did you think about the Super Bowl was decided by a coin toss and then they scored and the other team didn't get a chance? Well, you did say you had some good, strong questions today, right? <laughs> and I must commend you on, on the first one. Um, that, that was so ironic, wasn't it? The way that the. Well, oh, both games yesterday. Both games yesterday were well, overtime. And, right. And uh, both games yesterday. You know, had tip balls and, and all those. But, but back to your question about the rules. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if those rules were created because of the intensity of the game. The violence of the game. It takes a wear on the players. Correct. Absolutely. Correct. And, um, and I think that's why usually the team that gets the coin toss and wins it, that's why they score the touchdown a lot. Because I think the defense... That pause in the action and, oh, my gosh, we got to, got to go back on the field again because we lost the coin toss. I think mm. it does take a little toll on you. And uh, it's a very stressful physical game. It, it is, Scott. And, and I'm unaware because those rules are new rules, actually. Because in pre-1993 and earlier, <laughs> I think the rules were different for overtime. They, they were, but I don't remember what it all was. Uh, yeah. Well, back then, a field goal would win. Right. So the first score won. I think, right. I th so I was headed to it. I think the first score was But it's still, it was, you know, in hockey, the first score wins too. It's the other sport where okay. the first score wins. But in hockey, they're playing the game. They both had the same equal chance. They didn't give one team the puck and say, you take 10 shots now on the goalie, and if you make mm -hmm. one of them, you win. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the only sport where a team is given the ball and say, go score and you win. I think the change in the rule was that 
that if you score a field in the old days, you could any score right. one. Now, if you get a field goal, the other team. Exactly. But, but, but exactly. Well, is this fair? I mean, is that the way you wanted to see a game like both games yesterday were great? Yeah. Last year's Super Bowl was phenomenal, and what a comeback, you know. But do you want to see a game end where one team gets the ball and the other doesn't? Well, the team that loses doesn't want to see it, I guarantee you. Right, <laughs> but the right, team that right. wins doesn't mind. Doesn't mind but, I mean, well, but it doesn't leave you kind of, uh, I mean, Mahomes didn't get a chance even. That's true. It's a Kept coin toss. I think, I think Mahomes would have probably been able to, you know, you never know. We could have that argument. But there's a good chance he would have scored playing against a, a defense that just went, darn, we lost the toss. We got to go back out there. If there was, if there were anything that I would have wanted to see, or would want to see as it relates to that rule, mm -hmm. would probably be at least both teams having the opportunity to do something. Thank you. <laughs> you know, that, that's what, see. So I understand. I I agree. Football yeah. is a tough, the toughest sport out there, and they don't want to just extend the game. Where hockey, I mean. We have all seen in the you know you know in the regular season it's a five minute overtime then a shootout game yeah. comes to an end, but in the playoffs I've seen three overtimes and those guys are exhausted, you yeah know, you, you know but but it's equal footing yeah. is what I'm saying I don't think winning a coin toss is equal footing. No, I agree. I agree. And 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 in terms of the the energy levels that was even commented on in right, the Kansas right. City uh, right. Patriots game. That the Kansas City defense have been out there a long time. Right, the best drive of the game for New England was the overtime. Yeah. And 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 just to add to that, I think imagine if if they made a different decision on the initial coin toss. Right. You know what I mean? Uh oh, got to go. Okay. Okay. But 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 you know what? Because I'm the initial coin toss was almost if, if they get the ball first and the Patriots don't get a chance to get on top and right, keep the ball right. for almost the entire first quarter. Right. You know what I mean? Then 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 you're right. So the impact of the coin toss in that game was very, very well, and, I, and I and that's another whole thing entirely because it's almost like, you know, in baseball the visiting team bats first. So why not in football the home team decides who bat, who gets receives first? Yeah, you know, yeah. stop that coin toss because all of a sudden you're putting luck and chance into the game. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you're removing a little bit of strategy. You, you know, when when we were kids growing up, everybody wanted the ball. Now it's everybody defers because you know you're thinking, man, if I can get the ball during the two minute warning and score, and then I get it to start the second half. Right. What an advantage. Right. So why don't you just make it where the home team. But that's a different discussion. I'm just talking. I just, you know, and, and and you know, you know, people go, "Oh, you're just against the Patriots." No, I'm not. You know, I'm a Bear fan. I don't care beyond the Bears didn't get in. I want to see what's best for football, and I don't know if that coin toss in overtime is. Well, I, I don't. I think stumped you on this one. Well, yeah, you did. You did. Um, but uh, I probably the owners' return and revenue from these games are probably not going to change. One of the things that I I really liked and thought about the game about that game because I wanted Patrick Mahomes to. Yeah. You know, we had, and he did ready. He he scored too quickly. Well, we, you know, we had uh, we talked about earlier the older quarterback and the newer right, quarterback, right, right. and we had that in both games yesterday. Right. But. Honestly, I wanted both the younger quarterbacks to right, to go right, ahead. Jared right, Goff got ahead, right. but again, Bill Belichick is just a oh no, um, I get it, a mastermind. Even he actually the the 
the guy, the running backs for the Patriots are not big name running backs. They're no. not no. Heisman Trophy no. running backs. No. They ran as if they were that way at that game yesterday. But the, one of the main reasons was because he actually measured the steps right, right. from Hitchens, the linebacker that was responsible for a closed down block. Right. That right. means he had, whenever whenever Brady saw Hitchens move too close to the line, right. what that meant was his right tackle would right. push the the uh, the left defensive end to a point where he couldn't have the angle to get to the back. Well, you know what I learned in that game. That's too amazing, yesterday. right? But you know what I learned in that game yesterday. What? Tommy Romo called every play correctly. When they lined up, he told you what Brady was going to do. Which tells me that a good quarterback who sees the defense, you know, he, he showed how he called, checked off a play, and then he did a handoff, and the guy went untouched into the end zone 10 right. yards. Right. You know, um, um, Romo called that play. He goes, he's doing a checkoff, and this is what the play is going to be, and that was what it was. The offense can adjust well when you have, like, a, a masterminded quarterback in coaching. The defense is at, at a disadvantage. Well, I, I just realized. Well, I mean, I think that's the same for every team. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But when you, get, when you get down to the point where you can take away the angle, right? where one or two steps right. closer to the line dictates what he tells Brady to do. Right, right. You follow me? But he tells Brady to check off if he sees a certain, I mean, not only a position guy, but where you're standing right. as it relates to the right tackle, but, but that's, that's powerful. But, but that's why they always seem to win because they, you know, I always call it the science of the game. Mm -hmm. You know, most people think it's a couple of big guys on the line pounding each other and whoever wins the battle, the running back goes through. They don't realize there is a real science to this ball game. I you agree. Know? And see, and I, I, I'm more aware of it in baseball. Because, you know, yeah, every pitch, yeah. depending on the pitch, the infielders adjust. That's true. Curveball's going to be hit here statistically. A fastball be hit here. Watch the third baseman where he stands. On the line, away from the line, in, out. You know, the outfielders shift with every pitch. Right. That's a good point. There's a lot of science to pro sports. Um, and in football, you don't realize it. But, you know, Tony Romo pointed out through the whole game yesterday. Right. It was amazing to me how he was able to tell us, and he was correct every time. He told us what Gronk was going to do and when he'd get the ball. He told us when Edelman was going to get the ball. He told us when they were going to run. Every play he got right. Right, but, but at the end of the day, see, he, he was very, very well aware, obviously, of, of, right. of some of the That's things. That's what I'm saying. Well he's, yeah. very, well, he's also a quarterback and a smart guy. That's what I'm saying. He was able to pick up the science of the game of right. what's happening based on what he saw on the field. See, a lot of scouting reports are going to say, if I split Gronk out to the right, right. then this is going to do certain things to right. the defense. To right. me, that's standard. Right. When you start to understand the angle of a tackle right. by a linebacker on a running back that's 10 yards from you, right. Okay. when you start to create a leverage for your line to where if you take one step left, right. Right. Knowing that this pattern is a what those are even those things are not in every scouting right, report. Right. The things that you just talked about, Gronk splitting left, and th some of those things are basic scouting report elements. But mm -hmm. I think Belichick goes a little deeper 
Oh no, not a little deeper. And into into the strategies of how to play the game than some of the scouting reports. Right. Well, you know, my son was watching the game yesterday mm. with me, and um, you know, I, I told him how you've talked about how you and Belichick, when he was your special teams coach, worked on the snap to you to hold the kick and how they would have to snap it so you would catch it with the seams where they need to be yeah. and the timing and you know how you cut off a half a second on the kick. So yesterday when Jordan's watching those field goals, um, uh, whenever New England was kicking a field goal or an extra point, he noticed how not once did the guy have to spin the ball. Yeah, yeah. He said, Dad, look at that. He caught it and put it straight down. It was always ready. Yeah, you know, and that's those true. Are the, those I saw are, that too. That's <laughs> the science of the game it is. that, you know, the average fan doesn't realize. That's true. Everything. So, true. but get back to my question. Are, do we need to change the rule for overtime for a football game? College did, and they each, everybody gets the, you know, they move the ball to the 25, and then they each get a shot. I think I think the I think every rule based especially based upon the speed of the game and you know the new millennials I think could can be considered. I like the fact that there's a consideration of changing that rule. I think they're going to think that they've already changed it too from you know right, where right, it was right. to where it is now. Sure they did. I, I, I wish we had more information on how that rule was established uh, because we, it's it's interesting even the, from the kickoff standpoint. A lot of the rules in the NFL are established because of safety. Right, right. Oh, because, absolutely, you know that. Right, and, and because of the the recognition, you know, that, that the public has on safety. If you look at even kickoffs now, you know, you right. can't start to kick off before the ball is kicked. In our day, it was a little different. You, yeah, yeah. you know, you get Very a running different. start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I'm sure that, well, no, I'm not sure, but I would think that part of that, the basis of that rule right now is has something related to Safety, maybe the period of time well, I, you play. I, I get it, but yeah. wouldn't you like to have seen Mahomes get one more chance? I like to see Mahomes win the game. Yeah, it was. In fact, yeah. in fact, I thought that the spirit had come in for Mahomes because if you think about it, Edelman. They say that Edelman didn't touch that kickoff. Okay, right, right. That could have been the end of that game. Right. So then the ball comes back. Then Edelman. Uh, you know, they say ball don't lie, right? right? right. Then Edelman, is th uh, pass is thrown right. to Edelman. He tips it. It goes to an interception. Yeah, they yeah, go. Yeah. So I'm saying, okay, ball yeah, don't yeah, lie, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. See, so there was some. Cheers proof. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Liars lost. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it was back and forth. And I yeah. thought that Edelman, you know, first I thought he lied about not touching the ball. Yeah. And then I said, okay, ball don't lie. So he comes back. So it was such a... Well, well, that here, game, man, was here, something. Here, here's the thing, though, and, and again, you know, trying to mark it down, and I probably won't remember where these all exactly <laughs> were. But the Saints, going to the other game for a minute, yeah. had two face masks and an obvious defensive holding that were not called. The Rams had a clear pass interference, no call. There was also a helmet to helmet on an interception I saw that was no call. Chiefs had a terrible call against them with rough, roughing the passer. They said they hit Brady in the face. Didn't touch him. Uh, they also lost three reviews. Edelman's punt, Edelman's pass catch. Yeah. And then here's another rule I can't stand because it tells me we don't freaking know. Right. Call stands. Oh. There's a, there's a, it's confirmed, it's reversed, or the call stands. Why don't they just say call because we don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So... You know, what did you think about yesterday, the officiating? Because all of a sudden, the officials became part, big parts of that game. 
wasn't in one of the games. I don't even remember which one. There was so many of these going on, but they were forcing. I think they were forcing New England a punt, but the guy lined up offsides. Well, that was a real offsides. Yeah. So, but what did you think of the officiating yesterday? There were some errors. I think that the conversations that you and I have had about officiating was right on point yesterday. You know, we talked about uh, the fact that the speed of the game is a little different than it was before now. That, um, you know, I told you about how former players were attempting to become referees and that there was a movement by the referees to sort of block their, their, their entry. But I think it was really reflective yesterday of how fast the game is, the speed of the game now, and and they're possibly not being able to keep up with how fast it goes. I think that's where we are. Well, and that was a reflection because you're right, the referees the referees in the coin toss decided the games. I, I <laughs> you know, and, and I, you know, the refs are a part of the game. Uh-huh. And we can't change that. But we challenge the pass touching the ground. We challenge the out-of-bounds mark. We challenge the first down mark. Why don't they give the coaches just one challenge a game on a call? How many do they have now? Well, they get they get two challenges, I think. And, and then if you you miss one, you don't get another one. I, I don't know. It's right. not a lot. But, how but about I think adding, it's very near where you are now. But how about, no, but add one more challenge or add a challenge off to the side. You get to challenge one call a game if you want. Okay. And I'm talking about a penalty call. Not, not the uh, challenges that we have going, mm-hmm. but a penalty call. So when they uh, don't get the ball back because they said they hit Tom Brady in the face, they throw the challenge flag and they go, we're picking up the flag, it wasn't a penalty. I mean, those have outcomes, you know, th- those penalties, some of them that weren't necessarily the best calls, had uh, a lot to do in the game. It was the Saints game where that, uh, I believe the Ram ran right into the Saint receiver. Yeah. How much more obvious of a pass interference was that? To me, that was one of the. That was so, one of the more. What, well, what do you think about you're allowed to do a, a challenge on a penalty call during the game? Well, allow that. I, I'm not sure if we have the present challenge. You can't challenge with, a penalty. Really? Yeah, you can't challenge a penalty. I think you should be able to. You can only challenge a call on the field, but not a penalty call. Or lack of a penalty call. I'd have to research that. I'm really not familiar with that. Um, you know, it sounds. But I mean, I think I, if you New can't Orleans, challenge, I mean, everything tra- that they call on the field is yeah. a penalty. So, no, I, it's not. I, it's an incomplete it? pass. Edelman, did the ball touch the ground and move? Did he have his hand under it? They challenge whether it's incomplete or not. They challenge where where he stepped out of bounds. Right. They challenge if he got both feet in. But they can't challenge like that non-call on that pass interference when the Saints were going in to win the game and that call of not a uh, of not a uh, uh, pass interference. I'll have to do some research on that. I'm not familiar. I, I actually thought that anything that a referee called, there was a flag that was given to both the head coaches. Right. They get two challenges a game, but it's and, not on penalties or lack of Right. Penalties. So I can't comment on it yeah. because I'm not aware of it. Okay, but... I'm not aware of Let's just pretend that I'm right, that you can't call a penalty. Well, I'm not pretending that you're wrong. Right. I'm just saying I'm not aware of it. But don't you think a coach should be allowed to throw a flag and say, I'm challenging that that non-call? I actually think that they can now. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I don't think that you're right, if that's what you want me to say. However, I think that they can challenge now. Therefore, 
my perspective is that I can't, I, I got to research mark, I'm marking that. the score. <laughs> I'm going to say Scott won, Larry zero. Okay. That's good. That's okay, good. so next time you research it. Yeah. And then if I'm correct, where I say you cannot challenge a penalty call, uh-huh. I think they should be allowed to. I do too. Because, I mean, because, I'm on the same page yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah. I'm just you thought you thought that there. I mean, just for my credibility, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. to be able to yeah. say yeah. You, you're credible, and I love yeah. your credibility, <laughs> and therefore <laughs> you've already cre- done the done the research. But for me on air to say that I comment on that, I, I have to see. But I agree with you. I think yeah. that they should be able to yeah. do it, and I'm amazed, honestly, yeah, 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 yeah. that I I wasn't aware well, that they see, couldn't do well, it. Well, yesterday when they called that penalty for a hand to the face on Brady, right. If the coach could have thrown a challenge flag, that's one he would have thrown a challenge flag on. Because why give them 15 yards and a first down when it was an incomplete pass and now they're going to punt? Right. I, I agree. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree so, with that. All right, so you research it. Yeah, and then, research and then it. next time you're going to come back and tell me what you think. Okay. Because I, I think he should be allowed to challenge an official's <laughs> call or a lack of a call. Maybe just so, one a game. You might not care on an offsides in a particular – You'll care, but but it's not going to be worth it to throw your challenge flag at that. Yeah, time. the timing is important in the game as well. You're right. You know, and you know, and, and the uh, the overtimes. I think we got to look at. Um, um, how are the what ifs today? As a bear fan, I sat there and go, if we didn't hit an upright and every kick yesterday, extra point and field goal <laughs> in both games was good. Yeah, from long distances. In short distances, there wasn't a missed kick. Right. So as a Bear fan, the what if is if he didn't kick the upright, I think the Bears could have beat either the Rams or the Saints based on what I was seeing yesterday <laughs> with that Bear defense better than both of those defenses. Uh, How many what ifs are going around today through the NFL with various teams? Um, or did they just forget it and go on? Or is it gnawing away at their gut? Um I think that the teams that didn't make the playoff might have some degree of knowing away at the gut. Right. Um, I think that um, I think it's very predictable that you know of, of your perspective of the Bears <laughs> well, and yeah. how they can but, go. I mean, all teams, I think, in the playoffs that lost in the first round or something are going, "Oh my gosh." If we would have done this, we certainly would have beat this next team. Because look at them. I agree. I agree. Everyone thinks that you know that they. they but win. but it's not about what you think. It's about what you do. Right. 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 You had the opportunity. Right. To do that, and you didn't do it. Right. Right. So at the end of the day, you right. know, you're not going to let that eat at you, especially because of the type of checks that they get now. But but fans let it eat at them. And that's why you're a fan. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's yeah, right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. And that's what we want. We want that type of loyalty. We want that type of concern. We like that type of conversation after the games are over. Right. But the players, uh, I think the players are probably, you know, uh, uh, they've just finished working. They had, right. you know, they're just coming out of their work week, uh, work environment. Right. They're probably recovering from injury, you know, and getting. And they've moved on, is what you're saying. They've moved on. Yeah, and that's amazing because the fans never move on. Because, you know, we still talk about the uh, miracle in the Meadowlands. True. You, you know, true, and you true. played in that game. And that, you know, that's like the fun thing for me. Fans never move on. They I, remember every statistic from every year. And I think former players, after they retire, um, I think they, they establish some similar loyalties to the fans. I think it's sort of a, a process, you know, and, and 
I think that I do believe that the reason that the NFL is, is so popular is because of just what you said. Their fan loyalty is strong. Um, I mean, we're in a town here where we live right, right. where fan loyalty is, is well, at its highest. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty high here. Yeah, it is. All right, so now let me just ask you about the games. Rams 26, Saints 23. What are your overall thoughts of that game? Um, the You know, going into that game as a defensive person, I thought that uh, Ndamukong Sue and Aaron Donald and and Talib, uh, uh, Aqib Talib, and their defense was was really something. And I think the defense really saved them. I, I was not impressed with Jared Goff. Right, right. Uh, in fact, um, the closing, the, the ending of that game, Jared uh, really missed a, a few places where he could have been a lot more dominant. Right. I, I wanted the young quarterbacks to win because right. I, I like the evolution right, right. of the league. But I, I think Jared is not the strongest guy on the totem pole. Right. But I think as a team, they're good. And, and obviously, you know, I'm very, very, really happy for the McVay family and yeah, yeah. You know, all of that. Now, so. is Goff going to improve? Or do you think we're seeing what he's capable of? Um, Goff now will be going up against um, the um, – trying to think of some heavy mental guy, but yeah, yeah. he's going up against Belichick. They're going right. to be prepared yeah, yeah. for everything that he's done, everything right. that he's not done. He missed. I mean, there were two at the end of that yeah. game. You remember yeah. there were two guys running yeah. across yeah. the middle of the field that they just. Well, you know, you know what I noticed about the young quarterbacks, him yeah. and Mahomes, every, they threw a lot of uh, uh, incomplete passes to wide open receivers because they threw them high. high. Yeah. Is there a reason for that? Is that just the adrenaline pumping? I think you hit the nail on the head, Scott. I think it's the adrenaline pumping. Um, in fact, in, a, in an earlier playoff game, Mahomes' first couple of passes right. were high. Yeah, He missed a few, and Goff missed More a few. More than a few. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there is a degree of excitement when, you, uh, when you're a young rookie quarterback yeah, yeah. going into the playoffs. You got two checks coming. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, yeah. two really nice yeah, checks yeah. coming. So. Well, you know, you know, the one thing that, that again, I have to go back to New England and everything. You know, and, and it, it sits in my head what you always say: you play all sixty minutes. Yeah, they play all sixty minutes. Edelman had a couple of terrible series. You know, we talked about uh, a little bit and gave up that interception right through his hands, but yet they come right back to him, and he helps win that game. But then. In the uh, uh, the Ram runner, running back, Gurley sat on the bench most of the game because he, he started out poorly. He did, and it, and it seems though that you know they showed that injury a little bit, but that C.J. Anderson, you know, he, he, yeah. he was a good. They was a good acquisition, I think. It gives us hope for all of us uh, fat, out of shape guys. It does because yeah, he is a yeah, big guy. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize. You know, he talked about his weight, yeah, but he was he saying did. that his wife was having a child, I think. Yeah, and yeah. that he kind of got big with got her. Got a little nervous. <laughs> yeah, got you know, yeah. Nervous. That, that's that's scarier than uh, playing football. It is. It yeah. is. It is. Um, but I have a statement. I yeah. do believe you, you made a statement earlier. And, then, you know, I'm not a completely Bear fan. Right. But I do believe that the Bears are on a path right. to playoff games and possibly right. Super Bowl. I really think they got a good defense. I, I like Trubisky, and I like the, the offensive scheme of things. Right. Um, I think that, if anything, they're not regretting what they didn't do. 
I think they're looking forward. Right. That's what they're Well, well Nagy, is. that's exactly what, how Coach Nagy said. He goes, yeah. you know, okay, we're disappointed today, but I can't wait to get back to work Thank with you. Mitch. <laughs> Thank you. You, you, you know, because yeah. uh, he sees what's coming. Yeah. But then, you, you know, although the future looks so bright, you still got to play the games. And in football, it's an amazing, you, you know, very few teams are dynasties. Very few. That's true. You know, That's true. The Bears, the great Bears of '85, and you know they destroyed everybody. The next year they went 15 and two, and McMahon went down, and they lost the first game of the playoffs. Yeah. They were expected to win the Super Bowl again. Yeah. So and then and then and then they and then they became the Bears. <laughs> it wasn't even close after that. Yeah. You, you know, so it, those dynasty things are hard. So you know. That's why I keep saying, man, you got to seize the moment when you got it. But they do have the window next year in their favor. I think so, too. Now, not necessarily to win the Super Bowl, but certainly to keep moving forward. Right. right. You, you know, I, I think the NFC the Central, Bowl. yeah, is, is going to be. I mean, I think that the NFC Central actually has taken kind of taken over in terms of parity to the NFC East. Yeah. The Giants are not doing well. and You know, the what, Redskins are at the bottom, just the Cowboys and the. And, and what does this do to the legacy of uh, Kansas City's coach? Uh, I think it. I think it strengthens the legacy. I don't think West. I mean, uh, Andy Reid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's a negative impact on his coaching career. I mean, he's taken a rookie quarterback who's absolutely talented. This boy was throwing <laughs> yeah, the ball. I, I mean, this kid. Is, yeah. So he's taken a rookie quarterback and 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 got him. Got this guy all the way to the. To one door from the Super Bowl. Right, right. I mean, he can't be looking bad. Yeah, yeah. And and the off season funds that they'll be making, yeah. <laughs> they'll have a good time. Patrick won't even won't even remember the game when he starts yeah, yeah. doing a, a bread commercial right yeah, for yeah. two million. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're laughing and you keep going. I was born too soon. Thank born, you, man. Born too soon. Born too soon. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know. Well, you know. It, 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 it's amazing. We always talk about the times, you, you know, and, and there is not a better time to be a professional athlete. No, you're right. You're I mean, right. in baseball, they're sitting there with this Bryce Harper. Who's going to pay him $300 million? And I go, you, you mean you really wouldn't play baseball for $200 million? Yeah. I, I mean, you know. Kyle and Mary's parents sitting back saying, well, yeah. do we take the $4.6 million or do we go to the draft? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? and, and, well, I'll stay in baseball if you're up at the $15 million. I mean, they talk about it like it's pocket change. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, and I'm going, when I was 22, I'm going, what? My first anchoring job in television mm -hmm. was $225 a week, and I was a hot shot. I thought you were about to say 225000 That's 200, you way that way back. <laughs> yeah, I was pre-93, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think, think of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, my gosh. Okay, um, uh... The Patriots 37, the Chiefs 31. What's your takeaway? Um, to me, it's, it's, a, it's purely operational management. That team is, is, is managed. It's a machine. Yeah, it's a machine. They, can, they have the ability of taking what they see as a weakness and exploiting it. And then they can create a strategy that's not 60 minutes. They have a strategy that is adjustable throughout the game that allows them to to uh, to just win and win and win. So going back to the Super Bowl, New England beats Seattle, and they're at mm -hmm. the last play of the game, and they're on the one-yard line, 
and everybody in the world is going give it to beast mode because he ran through that line the whole game and he threw a pass and it was intercepted and Belichick simply said yeah we know they run that play we were prepared for it I mean that said it all yeah it was like he was so matter of fact we, we well we we should have expected it because we were prepared for it so why wouldn't we intercept it we were prepared and I mean that says it all he had all bases covered and it, and it says a lot about just pure preparation well, you know, you know, well when you were not... talking about the, uh, the the running angle Belichick knows how many steps the guy has to take to get the block how long that's going to take to yeah. develop yeah. I, I mean you, you know he is a documentary waiting to happen. Yeah, watch he, how he coaches. He definitely will because it's still a secret to most people. Uh, right, right. But when they, when he, and and I don't even know if he'll ever open that door. Well, you know, and the the interesting thing too is all the coaches that leave him, they don't win like he won or wins. And I wonder if it's because they learned a lot from him, but they just don't know how to do all the detail, the intricacies that. That Belichick sits and figures out. Well, that's a great statement because, to me, Belichick didn't win early. Right. It took him a while right. to come up with a, with a strategy for that owner, for right. that organization, for that team. Matt Patricia's in Detroit. He beat him this year. Right, right. Right? Right. It's going to take them a while to, to understand the personalities, number one, the Patriots don't look like a millennial team. No. They don't even operate like it. There's no. a discipline there. Yeah, oh my The God. organization overrides the players. In most organizations, the players override the organization. But, but that's what I was talking to with Edelman, not having the best of times in that game. But, you know, I think on a lot of teams, the guy would have sat out a series or two. Edelman didn't. They just kept working their game plan, you know, and – he was allowed to make a mistake or two. Yeah. And it turned out he didn't really make a mistake at all, except the one ball that got through his hands for an interception. Yeah. The, uh, the the pass that everybody thought he dropped, he caught. And then the punt, he didn't touch. Well, see, you know, I think a large part of, of the success pattern of coaches like Belichick is understanding the players, too. And I think Edelman has a military background. Dude. Right, right. And so – uh, failure, military background. No, we remain focused. That's right. Cor yeah, you yeah, hit the nail yeah. on the head. I didn't even, but we remain focused. Yeah. And uh, and I think that that overall um, operational principle is what happens when you come to the Patriots, right? Right. There's only one star at the Patriots for the last twenty years. Who is that? Well, Belichick is the no, star. Tom Brady. Well, Tom Brady right. is the playing star. Yeah. But Belichick is the coaching star. That's it. Yeah. And and so and and even Brady. I w I want to ask you about Brady. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Brady was one ninety nine in the draft. Mm -hmm. If he goes to any other team that has a million coaches in, in the uh, in his tenure, is he the star that he is today because he had Belichick? Are you asking if Brady went to another team? Yeah, would he be Tom Brady? Um, as we know it. As we I know him. I don't think so. I think that the Tom Brady is Tom Brady because of the operational management of the pay Patriots. See, and, and, and that brings me to, and don't laugh at me. And, uh, you, know, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you know, we talk about all the talent, terrible attitude, never could win. 
What would Jay Cutler have been if he played for Tom Brady? I mean, if he played for Belichick. That's an interesting statement because the reason that Brady is where he is is because he assumed the right role for for Belichick. Belichick, yeah. Now, if Jay Cutler came in there and assumed a different role, you know, or or did not basically develop like, then he wouldn't well, be. Well, been gone. Yeah. But but in fact, the one that came there before Brady got kicked out. Um, what sir? Uh, it was Bledsoe, and then there was another star there. Um, I, and I can't think. Yeah. You know, we could Google it. Yeah. But um, uh, but would Cutler, under say he, he did what Belichick told him to do, do you think he would have developed to be a much better player than he was? Um, see, again, I, I think Belichick analyzes the personality. See, there's Before they even of, come in? Right, there's a lot of rumors about Jay Cutler yeah, yeah, and his yeah. ability to be a leader yeah. and his style of being yeah. a leader. But could that have been changed or fixed, or is that the way? Well, it, it hadn't is? been fixed so far. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, follow me? Yeah. I don't know if Belichick is the is the difference maker in that regard. Yeah. But he has to. You have to come to him with something. Right, right. And Jay Cutler is to me, and I don't know him that right, well right, or whatever, right. but. It seems as though he never got a hold of the leadership of the Bears. That he needed to be. That he needed to, yeah. 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 He never, his life pattern was not such where right. guys respect. So it's yeah. some things. He wasn't else, one of the guys. Yeah, some, you know. that's a good, good point. Yeah. That's yeah. the way it wasn't one of the guys. Yeah. And sometimes, Scott, you know, your lifestyle also gives a coach the ability to make you who you are. I right, mean, right. Tom doesn't need money. His wife is successful. He's successful. Uh, he tends to be a good leader. He doesn't look, obviously look down on yeah, yeah. on people. He interacts with people that right, are not making. Right. So a lot of those kinds of things, I think, come into play as a quarterback. How is it going to be for Tom Brady to hang it up? Well, it's going to be easy, <laughs> but but well, financially, uh, it'll it's going to be easy, and he'll have be sought after to do a million things. Right. But how is he going to? What's it going to be like when he doesn't have to get up and read a game plan and go have meetings and absolutely film? easy? He's gonna he will be uh huh yeah. He's he can either be a politician these days because we got so many different kind of people running sure, for office. Sure, sure. He can go back into football. He can go anywhere he wants to because of the leadership that he's exemplified. Right, right. He has a public image that's positive and he's but a winner. Will, but he will be happy doing that, is what I'm saying. Because it's right. Like but that's up so to high. him. That's not yeah. up to us. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, you. I don't know. You might have made only 225 on your first one, but I'm sure yeah. you made millions afterwards. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So from Tom's standpoint, money, he lives in a capitalistic society, so right. money is not an issue. He can do right. anything, anything he wants. wants to. Yeah, yeah, forever. Forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and his kids will be able to, too. I don't think Tom will be able to go through it all. Oh, yeah. All right, well, let's, let, let's look ahead. Um, we both picked the Rams, and we both picked the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, Patriots and the Rams. Now, again, you got the, the young and the old, and you said the young, and this one still has a few lessons to learn. <clears throat> Goff wasn't at his best, you didn't think. Where do you see this game headed? I see the Patriots <laughs> winning. Uh, um, I think that the... You're trying to say a blowout in a nice way. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. I, Jared... Uh, to me, if he missed what he missed and still won, 
those kinds of opportunities won't be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think that um, his defense has to step up. And I think that... They're that, pretty good, that defense. Man, Aaron Donald, Donald, they are pretty good. Yeah. But the first half, I didn't know where they were. Right, right. Remember, they weren't... They weren't the same defense. After halftime, it looks like they stepped up and things were a little... Is that, is that because professional guys could still have nerves? In terms of their first half and second half performance? Well, you know, you go out there at the beginning, you're a little tentative, a little scared, and then all of a sudden you wake up and you start getting into the flow of the game and you start playing. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that comes to play, you know, because I think that... that um, I mean, I don't think it's, it, it's endemic on the talent. Right, because I've I got sixteen games under my belt regular season. I got right. all these college games where some there's been more people in some of the college stadiums than the pro stadiums. Right, right. I got my playoff games now. I got my checks. My family's happy. Yeah, you know I, I think that 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 all has a, a you know a severe impact on guys. Yeah, now. yeah. Okay, so you think the Patriots are gonna win easily? I do. You know, I think they'll read Jared Goff like a. A school book. And who do you want to win? I'm just curious who you're going to be rooting for. I would I would root for the Rams because... You want to see that changeover. Well, I'd, I'd like to see... Honestly, I'd like to see Sean McVay. Last night yeah. was... I saw him have more emotion. Yeah. Did you see how excited he was? Yeah, yeah, and he, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So imagine what the family is yeah. going through at the, at the yeah. house. Yeah. I would love to see you know Sean and his father and, and his grandfather experience and have a Super Bowl, I think that's just wonderful. I, I think they're going against a big challenge, though. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't think, I don't know if they can make that or not. Okay, wait, we're taking one quick pause here, Adam. I'm sorry, because my phone started to do something. <laughs> okay. Um, do you agree? Who do you have? Well, you know, I, I'm pulling for the Rams, because I want to see the young guys. Uh, but I, I, obviously, I'm not going to be surprised if uh, Brady wins. And I would be very happy for him. There's a lot of people that are against Brady and Belichick, yeah, and maybe it's because they've won too many times. But I don't look at it like that. You only win because you deserve it. That's and you're putting point. in the time and the work. Brady isn't going to win this next Super Bowl because he showed up. If they win it, he's going to win it because they, they're back at work now today. Yeah. You know, we celebrated, and, and Belichick doesn't have a smile on his face today. He's in a film room you know, uh, uh, barking, whatever he barks in those film rooms. So, um, and to add to that, when, to me, when the divisional playoff started with two, four, six, eight teams, he had started, he started to build dossiers on all eight teams, on all seven teams. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, I think probably he's already decided where he thinks the weakness is on those eight teams. He might not have put together the strategy yet for them, the only the ones that he's playing, but I think he has the wit the weakness categories already uh, identified. Yeah. This is where they're weak, this is where they're weak, this is where I'm strong. What about uh, that time when they, they uh, said that they caught New England filming practices or, you know, of other teams? What, what was that about? I didn't really follow that. Did they really do that? Well, I, I think they probably did do it, and because there was also one about the ball, taking right, the pressure right, out right, of the ball. Right. Again, though, <laughs> are they just stretching the rules? Is that it, or um, or does everybody do this stuff? 
And I mean, why do you have to film the other team? You could you, you at the game. I mean, you see it. I I I don't get it. Why you, why they don't steal signs all the time? Well, I think that filming was in the closer to the end of the season. It was playoff, and what they're attempting to do is to see what changes are going to be made from the regular right, season. Right, right. So you have sixteen weeks right, of film right, for these right, guys, right? right? But you can't go into that first, especially the divisional playoff, and definitely right. not the conference championship right. with the same strategy you had to get there. Right, right. And in fact, they, there's a kind of a saying that the strategies sort of uh, almost get mobile because you have one for the first half and now have one for the second half. People used to say, "Well, Belichick has one for the first quarter, yeah, one yeah, for yeah, the yeah. second quarter, one for the third quarter." But, but if but if a guy is there able to film, can't he just stand and watch and take notes? Well, well, taking notes is you can, but how would you know the movements? One of the reasons, see that that uh, oh, the film covers everybody. Yeah, yeah see, yeah, yeah, you can line up. You can line up four defensive linemen, right? But if if you run ten practice plays and eight of those practice plays are are techniques that give you crossing for for right, uh, right. Uh, pass rushing right. or a bump, step and grant. Those are the techniques you look in the film so you can tell your guys, okay, this guy's first move is always a head slap. That was too tough, right? Mm -hmm. So the first move you have has mm -hmm. to be here. Mm -hmm. So you can block that head slap. Then you, So that's how, just like you said earlier, that's how intricate the game is getting now right, right. to where you can see the adjustments that are being made. Belichick takes it down to the point where you have a 340-pound tackle, and his right leg is only four inches from his left. That yeah. means that he can't, he'll fall over if he goes left. So why don't we sway the – that's the kind. So when you would have a meeting with Belichick, did you say, we're playing football, not doing calculus? No, no, I was receiving checks. I wasn't yeah, giving yeah, them. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it, he must be a whole different ballgame when you get into that first meeting with him. He's a – to me, he's a person that makes you – feel as if in a meeting you have to think. Right, right. See, a lot of people get in a meeting and all they're doing is either looking at film and can't wait to practice and get back right, home. Right, But he's testing you on a regular basis. Right, right. You know, he's he's seeing to where the, the things that you take home, that we used to call them trees right, or right. charts for defensive right. back. So he's now, he might have measured Michael Thomas from the Saints. How many outs did he run? At seven and a half yards. Right. Out of all of the So right. 1% is this and 7%, right. that kind of thing. So he, yeah, it, it's amazing, you know, how, how detailed he gets. I'm sure to some extent everybody is. He just carries it a step, uh, a step right. farther. All well, right, go ahead. Go well, ahead. well, I was going to just ask you, though, maybe I was going to say maybe you could recommend to Jason Garrett to, to do that. You know, we're in a good place, and I understand that Linehan was fired. <laughs> Mary Mallory leaves football, becomes comedian. <laughs> um, all right, well, be, be, before we leave today, um, I'll give you one, one plug. Okay. Larry will be uh, at the Super Bowl singing. That's right. You know, what do you do there? Tell us what you do. Well, it's the, um, it's the Super Bowl Gospel Choir. It's, it's uh, held every year at the Super Bowl, and... And we have these big-name singers like C.C. Winans and all these big-name singers come in. And all the guys just rush to be a part of the choir because we don't sing. We really rock. Right, you know, right, we're yeah. pretty good I'm rockers. I'm sure you do. <laughs> right. And, but we have about three or four guys, about four or five guys that are really good Christian singers. And right. 
you know, they'll leave the, right. the group and go out front and go. So it's really a, a raucous affair. People like it. Um, and that's why we've had it going now. I've been a part of it about seven or eight years. And um, we just look forward to it every year. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so if you're at the Super Bowl, be looking for Larry. What day do you guys sing? We're going to sing on Thursday. That's the, I think, the 29th. Okay. Uh-huh. And it'll be at the stadium? No, it'll be, um, I'll have to let you know where it'll be. Okay. Because it's going to be at the, I think it's at an auditorium, at yeah. the Civic Auditorium. Yeah. yeah. Because the tickets really are going very well. Yeah. So. yeah. And, we, and usually we have a, 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 it's usually in an auditorium and it's a complete crowd. It's yeah, a really yeah. good occasion. And do you sing louder than everybody else? I, I uh, well, my mouth opens louder than everybody oh, else. Okay. I don't know how much is coming out. <laughs> you at least know the words by heart? That's right. I know the words by heart. Okay, okay. We, we, we have a rehearsal and a practice. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we don't want to miss that. Too, That's true. So. All right, man. Well, you know, we'll see you again in uh, uh, the Super Bowl in two weeks coming up. Well, thank you. We look forward to seeing that. Um, you know, just like Generations Broadcast Center does, uh, captures history, I'll capture the history of the Super Bowl. That's right. And I'll That's bring right. it back to you. All right, man. Be All right. good. I'll guess. All right. All right. Good. I'll guess. All right. All right. I'll guess. All right. All right. I'll guess. All right.